0: What's happening, everybody? This is the Philly Experience Podcast alongside Chris Thacker Tanner Martin, Tire Hood. I'm your host, Max James. Great to be with you on this Thursday, July 11th, following the 4th of July weekend. We hope you enjoyed your holiday, and we're happy to be back talking sports. Guys, it's been an interesting couple weeks for the 76ers. We re-sign Tobias Harris, sign Al Horford, re Mike Scott, re James Ennis. We sign and trade Jimmy Butler to Miami Heat for Josh Richardson. So, a lot to talk about on the 76ers front. Also, the Philadelphia Phillies. Are we buyers or sellers at the deadline? Lots to discuss there. Jake Arrieta has some arm trouble. Um, What are we looking forward to in the second half? We'll dive into that shortly. Uh, Also, some big-time free agency talk in the NBA. Paul George and Kawhi team up in L.A. DeMarcus Cousins goes to the Lakers. So, we got some Lakers-Clippers drama headed over there. Um, Also, touch on some NFL. And shout-out to the U.S. women's team. For another World Cup. Woo! So, What's going
1: on, guys? Oh, man. Uh,
2: i has been
0: glad, a
1: while. I'm just glad nobody got in trouble. It's been a long two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I'm able to look at y'all, and you all You guys are not behind bars. Well, thank I'm, you. I'm happy for well, that. Well, thank you, T. That is, thanks to my parents, they raised me. Yeah.
2: Right. Kind of. All so. right,
0: guys. It's great to be back. It's great to be a 76ers fan right now. Let's talk about what the Sixers have done over the last couple weeks. All right, first, free agency starts. And I got to tell you, free agency has been crazy it has. this year. I mean, guys are going different different places, and, and not just, like, middle-tier players. We're talking big-time names. Kawhi obviously goes to the Clippers, um, who was probably the last big domino to fall off the board. But from from a 76er standpoint, how, how, what do you guys make of the moves that we've, you know, completed over the last couple of weeks? Do you like it? Is there anything you wish we, we should have done better or
3: could have done better? All right, so first it started off really terrible because we lost J.J. Reddick and Jimmy Butler, and then things started to get oh, better. Oh, no! when we got when we uh re-signed tobias back and then it was kind of out of nowhere we kind of got al horford i wasn't it expecting was. it but we got him and then that whole the whole trade with jimmy butler was finished we got uh josh richardson this was a what a four-team trade it was Gosh. Yeah, I got, believe it was yeah. a three-team or four-team trade. It was four. four. Uh, the Blazers got Hassan Whiteside, and the Clippers got a future first-round pick and uh, Harkless, and we got Richardson, and mm-hmm. the Heat got Butler.
1: <laughs> on a Hor- Horford thing, um, I was hearing the rumors that Horford was going to sign with us. Um, it was us. The I believe it was a couple other teams, the Lakers, and I believe there was another team that was interested in Al Horford. And I honestly thought it was still, like, a stretch for us to get Al Horford. But then when we signed him, I'm saying to myself, oh, man that's, man, that's cool. Okay, the Sixers got Al Horford. You know, you, you get that stretch four in there that can really, you know, stretch the field a little bit. That allows Ben Simmons with his, well, for lack of a better term, jump shot, um, still developing. You know, it allows him to create a more open driving lane for him. And it, it also opens up Embiid in, in the post because now you can't double team. Drill and beat in the post because then otherwise he's gonna be able to kick it out to some shooters on the perimeter. And that's exactly what we want. Now the Tobias Harris re signing, I'm I'm excited about that. He got paid a little bit more than I honestly thought he would have. Like I think that yeah, contract yeah. is whoa. But hey, I'm I'm happy he's back. Um I'm excited for this upcoming season. And from what I've seen in the summer leagues, man, those young bucks are really tearing it up.
3: Just another just some stats that I came across. Um, Al, Al Horford made 73 threes in 2018-19 with 203 attempts, and Jimmy Butler made 67 threes in 2018-19 with 193. I thought that was pretty surprising. Mm-hmm. So people were scared that we were losing the player in Jimmy Butler and, his, and the threes that he could I, make. But
2: I, I did mean to ask you that if you're worried about – losing the production that Jimmy Butler provided towards the end of the season into the playoffs. But do you think Al- – I was going to ask if you thought Al, Al Horford and maybe
1: Matias Stibel could maybe <laughs> make up for that. The only thing I would miss from Jimmy Butler is the closing ability. Not necessarily the production, but the closing ability. Those couple of games where he would hit the game-winning shot, I still don't think we have a definite close game closer on the squad. But that's really the only thing I'm really going to miss. I mean, and then, like, honestly, okay, I wanted Jimmy Butler back for the Sixers. I honestly did. But then when they came out that he really wasn't interested in the team and he really he wanted to go to a place where somebody was going to build a team around him, oh, okay, okay, cool, see ya. And that's the frustration behind Ben Simmons, I feel like, because I feel like he has the
2: potential to be that, to be that closer for us. Which is why we all sit around here talking about why it's so frustrating he can't shoot from beyond, you know, seven feet. And uh, I mean, hopefully he can take big steps this summer.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. I mean, when you look at this on paper, um, well, yeah. we have talented players, right? I mean, yeah. we we look at it, we got talented names on this list that I have in front of me right here. It's just the fit is what you know. I'm scratching my head about. I know Al Horford and Embiid playing together. There's some question marks there. I How know. So? I, I just feel like the fit for Al Horford and Joel Embiid like Al Horford's been especially in Boston usually he's been their center and then Embiid has too the thing i like about it on the other hand is they're able to split time you know on and off yeah. the court we'll Correct. have a, we'll have a dominant right. player um you know in the low post at multiple times and they won't be on the court together you know all the time obviously
2: well yeah and i think the the worry is you know knock on wood uh because of how concerned they are with Joel Embiid's health that's a you know great guy you can put in there if you don't have him
0: yeah the the people are saying that I know James Ennis made the comment yesterday. We're going to walk to the finals, no. but no, no. but um, no, that ain't happened. Uh, the right right now, I look at it. and We have one star on this team, and it's Joel Embiid. If if Joel Embiid doesn't, you know, I should say if he can stay healthy, it would be a better term. Stay healthy, and and even in the in the playoffs last year with the whole injury bug or, or the stomach bug, and you know the load management, they didn't really the give Chick-fil-A. him. Chick fil A. You know, look at you look at Kawhi Leonard last year. He was. You know, managed well. You know, he didn't play in the second night of the back-to-back. They need to do that with Joel Embiid this year, and I think if Joel Embiid could take, I, I mean, where he's at now, take even a bigger step next year and right. really become that dominant force right. and, and that consistent force that that we know he hopefully can be, then I think you got to look at this team as a finals contender. The only thing is. All those guys out west are, are just, you look at them and you're like, man, how we can't stack up with that team, don't you think? I mean, geez, they got, especially the Clippers, the Lakers with, with that starting five, they had DeMarcus Cousins, they already had Kyle Kuzma. I mean, you just look at it and you're like, I, as long as we can get there, we give ourselves a chance, but on paper, you're like, man, it's going to be really hard to beat those yeah. teams.
1: Yeah, but the Lakers line up, yeah you and know, that's cute. Right. That's, that's a cute little lineup they got, <laughs> for lack of a better term. But
0: cuz okay. star power hurts you man they got stars over there lebron james anthony davis you know we got good players we got a nice solid players al horford not a star but a very good player tobias harris not a, he's getting paid like a star but he's not a star player he's a very good player and ben simmons can he take that next step we don't know so there's a lot of question marks you
1: are correct that the lakers have star talent but that's the thing can that star talent come together and effectively as a cohesive unit can they come together that's the question. You can get all the stars in the world and bring them together on one team. It does not matter how talented they are unless they know how to work together within an offense and put their eagles to the side. Yes, the Lakers are full of superstars. But can they, as a cohesive unit, bond together and work together? That is going to be the ultimate question.
0: One thing I will say about El- Elton Brand in this uh this whole free agency process. So the guy, he, the guys he brought in were were pretty solid players as far as locker room guys. I love, I love having Al Horford in the locker room. He's always been a solid locker room guy. I agree. You know, Jimmy Butler. Even though we love his Philly attitude that he had while he was here, obviously wasn't the best locker room <laughs> presence.
3: I don't like him anymore. As far as I'm concerned, he doesn't oh, exist.
1: Oh
0: no! Because he didn't want to
3: be here. Broke our heart.
0: <laughs> but you now, know, when we look,
3: go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. If he, if, when he's coming to Wells Fargo, uh, as far as I'm concerned, we can boo him out of the stadium. and That's, that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure that's it will. going to happen. Yeah,
0: I'm sure it will. Um, I was really surprised because I thought when we were sitting on this show two weeks ago here in the, in these seats, we wanted Jimmy Butler back. We thought that was the number one priority. Now we sit here, we look at it, and we're like, we're still in a good shape, right? We made mm-hmm. some good, solid moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to point out around the rest of the East, you know, obviously Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving go to the Nets, but KD's going to be out this upcoming season, so the Nets shouldn't be too big of a, or shouldn't you know they shouldn't be too big of a threat to and, us.
1: And that's why the Sixers need to be aggressive and jump on this year now before Kevin Durant gets healthy and comes back to contribute to the Brooklyn Nets. Because right now the only person that the Brooklyn Nets have is Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan. Eh,
0: okay. Right, right. Kyrie,
1: we, we can take on our own. Right, we definitely DeAndre, have more talent. Eh, okay, he's not an offensive mm-hmm. threat. So, if you need to, if there's a year it, the Sixers need to take advantage of the East,
0: it's now. Definitely. Kawhi Lee's Toronto. He's gone. Kemba Walker goes to the Boston Celtics, but they lose Al Horford and they lose Kyrie Irving up there in Boston. So, I, I 100% agree with you. This is the year. The only team you probably look at they got a shot to beat us is the Milwaukee Bucks, as of right, right. now. Yeah. Resigned Chris, but the only person they really lost was Malcolm Brogdon, who, again, very solid player, but they do re sign Chris Milton. They brought back Brooke Lopez. Um, they, they had already had Eric Bledsoe there. They brought back George Hill. I mean, they kind of had that same unit they did last year, and they yep. had the best record, sixty wins last year. So they're going to be a tough team to beat in the East. I'm looking forward to it. it should be a lot of fun. Um, it's been a great free agency period. Um, Kelly Oubre just signed yesterday, so it's, t- it's not over yet. I mean, yeah, still a little players going off the board here, so um, it's going to be fun to watch. I just want to point out real quick this whole this whole free agent period was just to me. I, I had I listened to Adam Silver the other day. He said. They need to do something to change it. The big names are going to either New York or L.A. Would you guys like to see it switch up a little bit and, and more be more spread? Because I understand Russell Westbrook could leave. He can go to another major market city. Do you like having these these big powers out east and west, or would you like to see it more spread out?
1: See, I grew up in an era watching basketball where just about every team had a superstar, so every just about every team had the ability to um, go far into the playoffs and go to the championship. Like I grew up, I grew up in the mid, late '90s, early 2000s era. So you know, seeing Jordan on the Bulls before Pimpin and Rodman came along, um, Alonzo Mourning, um, David Robinson before Tim Duncan, I'm used to seeing those type of teams. So seeing these big, huge, superstar built teams, yes, it irritates my soul. It really does. Like, it really bothers me because the rest of the... How how do you expect the rest of the franchises in the NBA to compete with that? And then on top of that, you have kids coming in from college who are 18, 19 years old who still haven't fully grown into their bodies and who really haven't really grown into... haven't really developed their game yet. So how in the world are these teams supposed to compete with these superstars? And then what is... Let's say they do draft a kid that has all the potential in the world, and the kid lives up to the potential. Not a kid's looking at an L.A.
0: or New York. And it's almost like every good player wants to go to either L.A. or New York, and it's almost like the, the players are running the league. Almost, I feel
2: like it's always been that way. It re- with most sports, it's like I want to go to the biggest, best city that will give me the most money.
0: What, when yeah, you have, when crazy. you ha- when you become that star force. You know, what I mean, like yeah. remember, for example, when I was just bringing up earlier, Al Horford and Tobias Harris—not star players, but very good—they're in Philadelphia. Yeah. Guys like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George gets traded out of Indiana, gets traded out of Oklahoma City. He goes where? I mean, he forces the hand of Anthony Davis leaves the worse. Right. He forces the hand of the GM. So the GMs are the ones that are supposed to say, "Listen, we're paying you millions of dollars to play for our team. We drafted you." In the case of Anthony Davis, and the players have the upper hand here. They're just basically forcing the GMs to, to send them wherever they want. Or or they they threaten to leave in free agency. And the
1: only incentive that the players have I mean, well, that the owners have is okay, we can pay you more than the next team. That's really the only incentive. But for real for real, endorsement deals pay just as much, if not more, than NBA contracts. Oh, yeah. So that's not really enticing.
0: Yeah, it's true. And not every player gets those endorsement contracts, which is probably part of the reason why, you know, we see, obviously you look at LeBron James has all the endorsement deals, the, right. the major guys um, who go out to these major cities. And we look here and we're like, man, we really – I mean, Jimmy Butler, you look at him, he's a B-plus – in my opinion, he's a B-plus player, right? He goes to Miami, they're not going to win anything down there. No. And he, he made a comment that he said they're going to – they got a shot to win his first year down there and mm. go to the it's final. ridiculous. So I'm sitting here like – not that I—I I mean, I, I kind of care because you know we we rooted for Jimmy Butler really hard, you know. We, we he kind of grew. Up, we thought he was part of the city, you know. We thought it, with his attitude and you know how he acted. Yeah, well, now that he's gone, <laughs> I'm only bringing it up because the, we we sat here and we talked about how much we wanted right. him to come back, right? We needed yeah, yeah. him back because he was the, mm-hmm. he was going to be the starter, and and now that he's gone, the, the thing about this Sixers team right now is it's one of those things where I need to see it. Like happen. I, I can't make any predictions. Right. I need to see this team play together because I don't really know how the fit's gonna be. So agree. As
3: far as Jimmy Butler goes, if you don't want to be here, then we don't want you here. And yep. that's that's pretty much in every every sports team. That's how they want to go with. But for the whole Kawhi thing and how you were saying players kinda control this league, I definitely agree with that. Kawhi pulled off some sort of heist. Really, so he, we were all on our toes waiting for to see where Kawhi signed, we were. and then we got the notification that Kawhi signed with the Clippers. Not only did Kawhi Leonard, the Finals MVP, MVP sign with the Clippers, he also brought in Paul George. By the way, real quick,
1: shout out to Tanner because he's the only one up two o'clock in the morning, um, <laughs> taking track of that stuff. Seriously. I was waiting.
3: I, I knew it was going <laughs> to happen. I was just waiting for it, but. I mean he yeah he fooled the Lakers he had he actually had a meeting with the Lakers in the beginning of the day and then right after that meeting he went and met with Paul George. How do you think the Lakers feel about that? I mean that's cr- If the Lakers add Kawhi Leonard, what do you think that does for the rest of the league? Well, then you had have- it's
0: a different it's a different ball game because then they have three guys, four guys that, that are just dominant. You know, yeah. Kyle Kuzma. I'm not going to throw him in the dominant category yet, but man, he's a damn good player. I probably wouldn't thing, have
1: watched the upcoming season of that. They, would they,
0: they, the <laughs> only problem with that is they wouldn't have. They would have four guys, and and who else would they have? Is the question because they wouldn't have any money.
1: Now that's yeah. Now that's and that's still the problem with the Lakers. Yeah. Now, I mean, we're, we talk about you know their team and how they're built. Okay, they're talking about putting LeBron at the one. Uh, and then on top of that, you're going to have Kyle Kuzma, DeMarcus Cousins, and I'm missing a player. I'm missing a player. Kyle Kuzma
0: DeMarcus Cousins, is Anthony
1: Davis. Anthony, that's who I'm missing. You're going to have Anthony Davis, you're going to have those guys out there. That's a loaded That's a loaded front court. Yeah. Okay, so first off, how is that going to work out? Right. Are you going to put Kyle Kuzma on the bench? Right. Like now, now we have issues with that. And then on top of that, they still need a bench. Like, okay, these players are going to get tired. Who is behind them? I don't. I'm not scared of Rondo.
0: <laughs> to wrap up my point earlier about the whole endorsement deal in the, the star players, Kawhi Leonard basically he he goes to LA right. He, he's going to go to the Clippers, but he says I'm not going there alone. He he brings Paul George with him, and if he couldn't bring Paul George with him, he would have went somewhere else either to the Lakers back to Toronto basically because he. he It's a star-driven league now. Stars want to play with other stars. Kyrie, I think I heard a rumor Kawhi contacted Kyrie Irving before he joined Mm -hmm. the Nets and tried to get him to come out and play with him out there. So it's a star-driven league, and
3: I just am happy that we're in the East because, man, the the West is just stacked. Yeah, I agree. It's sort of like a battle of the duo because we got Embiid and Simmons. I mean, the Mavs have Luka and Porzingis, which is I think they're going to be big. They're going to be big. And the Rockets have Chris Paul— James Harden, obviously Anthony Davis, LeBron for the Lakers. And we just, all these teams have at least those two big guys. So I kind of feel like now this season, the NBA is more evenly matched between, I mean, except for, of course, the Warriors. They're, they always have the upper hand. And maybe the Lakers think, this season. You but, can't
1: even say that about the Warriors this year. Because really, they're only going to have one player, yeah. and that's Steph Curry.
3: Well, they have Steph and they have D.Lo. Right now.
1: For now. Yeah, but they're talking about now. trading him. Yeah. Which I don't think makes a whole lot of sense. I would try to keep him for at least a year, yeah. at least until Clay comes back. The
0: thing is, with that whole idea, yeah, I, I agree with you, too. I'm, with Clay coming back, then somebody has to play the three. Not that Clay can't because of his size, but he's he's more of a shooting guard. He's been right. that his whole career. Right. But, man, I tell you, the West, that Denver, don't sleep on Denver. Portland no. is a very good team. Utah got a lot better. Not that they they can stack up to the Clippers or the Lakers or teams like that, but – I think it's going to be a pretty competitive Western right. Conference. The Eastern Conference might be a little boring, to be honest. But, hell,
3: as long as we're winning games, yeah, right? yeah. that's all that matters. Vegas has the odds to win the 2019-20 East Finals as the Bucks first, the Sixers, then the Celtics, the Nets, the Pacers, then the Heat, then the Raptors. Um, what are those odds,
1: uh, numbers on those odds? They're just
3: uh, – the the Bucks have five, four, mm-hmm. Sixers, two, one. And then I would take those odds. Celtics eight and one.
1: Yeah, I would take those odds.
3: <laughs> yeah, listen, the, the Pacers, or team in
0: free agency, that stood out to me. Getting Malcolm Brogdon, they signed some guys, and they they're going to get Victor Oladipo back. You know, they're going to be a good team next year. They're definitely going to be a playoff team if they can stay healthy. Victor Oladipo really hurt them last year going down, yeah. but they they can compete in the Eastern Conference with with us and the Bucks, barring injury, like. They need to stay healthy. Some teams just need to stay healthy. If we the Bucks, they they're pretty deep. If they lose a guy here and there, they can kind of stay up top with the cream of the crop in the East. But if the if the Pacers were to lose like a key guy again, I don't know if they'd be able to compete up there. Nah. But but they do have a pretty solid team. They're gonna they should be a top four seed, maybe even a top three seed, um, depending on how the Celtics play this year. I know they got Kimba, but they're another team I'm looking at. How are the Celtics are all of the teams that they're always producing, right? They're always making yeah. the playoffs. So I'm anxious to see how they can you know, bounce back after losing two two key players this off season.
1: Right. I think they're still going to bounce back um, because, like you said, they're the Celtics, and somehow, or some way, Danny Ainge is always able to bring forth a squad that's always competitive and that's always fighting. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be a p- competitive. They're still going to be a pain in the rear end for us this year. But I don't think they're going to be as much of a pain in the rear end as
0: they have been in in previous years. Let's hope not. All right, let's transition here. Some Phillies talk. 47-43 to overall record. We come out of the All-Star break tomorrow. You know, we've had two weeks of baseball games here, guys. And I got to tell you, it hasn't gotten much better. You know, the bats are still... JT Romuto, to point out, he's been stepping it up. He's, he looks like he's finally becoming he, that three, looking like he's gonna could bounce up to that 300 hitter that we all hoped he would in the beginning of the season. The
1: only person that went to the All-Star game out of the Phillies. Uh, yeah. Listen, and we were also
3: disrespected, too, because they didn't even order any Phillies batting helmets. So JT had to wear a Milwaukee Brewers helmet and also a Reds helmet. He had to paste a, a P on it.
2: Mm. Oh, no! <laughs>
3: yeah. So... Basically, Chris, I want to start with you
0: here. Me? Hey. Oh, I've written a lot of articles about are we buyers, are we sellers, are we both, which is a thing that could possibly happen. I heard one example where Cesar can get traded, we can get a bullpen arm, or we can get a starter. Obviously, it wouldn't be a high-end high starter or reliever, right. but it would be something to help us out. And then we could just you know move Scott Kingery back to his national position and show with you, what do you think? Are we buyers at this deadline? I don't want to. I don't want to give up too much, right? We don't. We don't really have a lot in the farm system. I don't want to spend too much. What's the problem now? They're
2: they're in a very peculiar position because they're uh, they're a half game behind Washington for the wild card spot. Yeah, uh, we have the second wild so, card right now. So we're we're like right there. Uh, so if things are trending the way they keep trending, like Washington is eight and two in their past ten games, uh, and we're, you know we're five and five. I mean, we're five and five, which is better than. You know, three, four weeks ago. But, you know, that's a, that's a tough position. And uh, when it comes to buying, I mean, yeah, it's pitching. I'm much more concerned about the pitching than the batting. The,
3: even the bats the batting, look like they're waking the, up a little the, bit. The,
2: the, the, the bats have been inconsistent this year. The pitching yeah. has been way more inconsistent. And, as I mean, Cesar is, he's not really a guy I want to get rid of. But if we get a nice bullpen arm or even a starter that we can have, like you keep pointing out, long-term. I don't want just a guy. I don't just want a rental. Correct. I want a guy who's going to stick around. If that's if it's going to cost Cesar, I'm open to it.
0: Yeah, listen, we, we're forgetting. Well, not that we're forgetting, but we may not remember a lot about Andrew McCutcheon. He's going to be a key piece to this. He's been out for a while, so he might slip our mind. We're not really thinking about him. But Andrew McCutcheon.
3: McCluch- we're, thinking, thinking we're
0: thinking – you know, hopefully he can bounce back and stay healthy next season. He's going to be into his age 33 season. But we're hoping – when we signed him that three-year, $50 million contract, we wanted him to be a part of this run that we're on here. Um, so, I, again, I'd say, honestly, I don't know if you can trade Jay Bruce the way he's producing for you out in left field. But no. it, even if we – I don't know if his contract's expiring. We can bring him back maybe as a as a bat off the bench. Mm. But I could check. But, again, like, I want to look at this and say are we – We're right there. We're right in the in the you know that second wild card area. The Brewers are right there. The Rockies are on our tails. I mean, even the Reds are only like four back of a wild card. That's how pretty crazy the NL has been. So, T, would you go starter? You know, not giving up too much, maybe like a, a number four guy, just to give us somebody in that in that rotation because Arietta's been hurt, right? We lost. We, we're gonna. He's he's gonna try to fight through it, yeah, the, with that bone I spur. Don't, I but. don't
1: think that's too much of a good idea because I, I think that the only thing that's gonna do is just gonna cause more damage. And then on top of that, Arietta hasn't been pitching that well this year anyway, right? So to be honest with you, I would have just sat him down for the rest of the year, just me personally. But I'm just a fan. Here's I'm the fru- a, here's the, frustrating point.
0: Here's the frustrating point I want to bring out real quick. Zach Eflin, Aaron Nola, and and Nick Pavetter basically are the three guys we have in this rotation right now. Jake Arrieta, hurt and banged up. Velasquez, we don't, I mean, I'm not even going to mention his name anymore because we don't have a fifth guy. I mean, he's, he's out there because we don't have another option. He's our best chance. And we don't have anybody in the minor league system. That's why I think... Robbie Ray would be a good name for us to Mm -hmm. to go after, maybe. Ridiculous. You got something there, Chris? Uh,
2: Well, yeah, I was going to bring up, um, I think, getting a starter is much more crucial. Because like you said in a past show, uh, when this bullpen gets healthy, I think it will be fine. I know you don't believe in a number of the guys like Hector. Hector's been our best bullpen guy.
0: David Robertson, we're Um, still saying. He's he's progressing, though. I'm hearing rumors he's progressing. He's going to throw off a mound soon hopefully or unless he already did I mean over the all-star break uh and then as for Jay
2: the Jay Bruce contract just to you know let you know he signed through 2020 so
0: we got him for another year after yes we do so hopefully we can get McCutcheon healthy and plug him back in left field and then have that bench piece which Jay Bruce was supposed to be before the McCutcheon injury mm-hmm. and have plug him in as the big bat off the bench so right. yep I, I just really think that we need a, a starting pitcher and it's not because I'm I'm I mean, yeah, I definitely want to make a run in this second half of the season, but I'm looking ahead in the future. I mean, who do we have for next year's rotation? I mean, unless we go out and sign somebody in a free agency after the season's over, but we don't have another option. We don't have, you know, good minor league talent coming up. We already saw what Cole Irving gives us,
1: and that's the whole thing. And that's the whole thing. Like, see, this is why, honestly, I want us to be buyers. I honestly want us to be buyers because I do think we are maybe maybe one pitcher away, one consistent half-decent pitcher away. Well, now two, but... Well, yeah. Now two decent pitchers away, but let's not get greedy here. If we can at least get one decent pitcher up in this rotation, <coughs> just one, then maybe, maybe we have a fighting chance. Maybe we can at least be a consistent wild card team at the very minimum. This team, this batting lineup, is too talented for them to be struggling the way they've been struggling.
0: I just feel like everybody right now in the rotation is kind of up one spot where they should be, right? I mean, we have Eflin. I really view him as more of a three. Right now he's kind of pitching as that number two. We we, we thought Arietta was going to be that number two, but he really hasn't turned out. He's even had a worse second season than his first season in the Phillies uniform. So And, and, and Pavetta, too. Pavetta, you know, I, I really want him kind of – Obviously lower in the rotation spot, and this is me just going in order here. I'm going from best to worst. But if we can get some, like you're saying, if we can get somebody at that higher end, um, obviously it's going to cost us something. Every every oh, every good pitcher does. But not in, I'm not talking like a superstar ace. <laughs> no. I just want somebody to ride up there with Aaron Nolan. Right. You know, somebody you can go have a one nice one two punch. Have F1 three, which would be a solid three. Pavetta four, and then Arrieta, if he can, you know, ever figure something out with his arm. He I mean, could be down there at four or five with Pavetta.
1: I know usually the village idiot Chris would bring something like this up, but I don't know. Let's I don't know because at this point, like uh, let's just try anything. Let's just bring back Aaron Altair and tell him it's pitch. All right, like, you know just what? something. He did great. Uh.
3: <laughs>
1: like
2: just something.
3: He did great. Uh, Max, I also want to touch on and Chris what you guys were saying about Jay Bruce and how he has what's he have uh one and a half more seasons uh yeah yeah so we're only paying him 2.75 uh million and the mets still have to pay him 1.5 and Seattle's paying him off so we're we're getting Jay Bruce for a cheap price and the mets are basically paying Jay Bruce to hit home runs against them and everything and great right. so i mean with this contract it kind of helps us out next season with we have a little bit more money because Seattle and and New York, they're paying off his contract. So that'll help next season with money wise. Yeah, we just need these bats to really pick it up.
0: Harper, he's batting 252. I'd just like to see that average creep up a little bit. I know he's getting on base, but listen, this is the second half of the season here. There's no time for getting on base here and there. You know, we really need these guys in our lineup to start crushing the baseball. Harper needs to start slugging at a higher percentage, hitting Citizens Bank Park. I really think this upcoming couple series here. We got the Nationals for three at home, right? And we got to face some big time names. We got to face Max Scherzer. We have to face Patrick Corbin. We have to face Steven Strasburg. And then guess who comes in right after them? The Dodgers for yep. four games. Yep. So it's this. This could really be the season right here, um, especially approaching the deadline. If we if we get bashed around here a little bit by these teams, we could be sellers, and, and that quickly we could be yeah. sitting on the show next week. Saying, hey, listen, we just got beat by the nats we just got beat yeah, by the Dodgers. So
1: as a former as a former Flyers coach once said. Enough
2: huh? is enough. Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Like, just step up, please, players. Like, listen, this is the season right here, like Max was pointing out. So
3: You gotta play your base, best baseball against the best teams if you want to make the playoffs. Yep. This this team cannot play seven game. Um they cannot play a series against a team like the Dodgers. No. Well, we saw how that worked out earlier yeah. in the season out in yeah. L.A. and so it was
0: not too good. But listen, we're all we all Phillies fans here, ride or die. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, I always we sit here every week and we're like inconsistent, inconsistent, inconsistent. I'm just I'm just riding with him, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in every game. I'm gonna root for him hard. If it doesn't go the right way, you know, then you know we still have the talent for next season. I mean, it's not like we're losing guys. Man, right? I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna tune in and I'm still gonna support the squad. That that I'm. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride this ship until I until it sinks. It's been a fun season. I mean, so, I've watched
0: a lot of Phillies games this season. It's been a fun year, and it, you know, hasn't we haven't lived up to expectations as what we thought we would have in the beginning of the season. But you know, I just hope by the by the ne- time next week, we get some W's this this up. Let's show these guys that listen. We're a playoff team. We're, we can be that wild card. I know the Braves are playing out of their minds. You know, leading up into the break. You never know how they're going to be with that layoff. Maybe they struggle a bit. I question that because their lineup is so stacked. But yep. you never know in, in, in baseball. Baseball is a, a different game. You, know, you play every day. You know, you're not playing once a week like football. Yep. People go through struggles. Hopefully we can bounce it back. Uh, Tanner, you got some football stuff?
3: Um, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about how exciting the NBA offseason is. And we kind of forgot like, really what happened during the NFL all season. Off season. And um, there was a few head-scratching moments. Uh, what do you guys think thus far? We have um, the Jets firing their GM two weeks after the draft. <laughs> the Giants let Landon Collins walk. Um, the Steelers sell low on AB. And the Giants pick Daniel Jones sixth overall. What do you guys think was the most head-scratching moment? And, or if you have one of your own.
1: Man,
2: Daniel that's, Jones.
1: Man, that's oh, that's a, my favorite video. That's a hard one, man. Because I really, I'm not a Giants fan at all, but I hate that Daniel Jones pick. But I, I don't care. The A B thing. He ran his mouth too much. Um, what were the other two that you mentioned?
3: Uh, the Giants let Landon Collins walk. The Redskins made him <laughs> the highest paid safety, which he's not. He shouldn't be no, the he highest shouldn't. paid safety, but he is a three-time Pro Bowler. He's a third And he's just time. 25 years. Yeah,
1: but he's an in-the-box safety.
2: If that, we're talking about most outrageous, it's the Daniel Jones thing. Yeah, yeah I
1: I, I, yeah, I, I got to go with that Daniel Jones
3: pick. But the, the Steelers did get a third and fourth round pick for a four-time All-Pro 2018 touchdown. And game. people
1: say they sold
3: <laughs> low. Yeah, but, but,
1: but it's going to be
2: because, why do I want to? Yeah, Pay yeah, that much for right, that big of a, a problem. That's it exactly. Agreed. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's exactly. next do you have any I, I just think the Le'Veon Bell whole situation was was head scratching to me because he left I know he wants to stay healthy. The whole Steelers situation last year didn't work out for him. You know, lots of you know back and forth between him and the GM <laughs> and all and the coach. But he left so much money on the table last year. I know he got it back this year, but but man, he, he why didn't he just play last year? I mean I, I get the fact that he you know he wasn't he didn't have the contract that he wanted but the contract that the franchise tag that had to be over twenty million dollars that he just he left sitting there on the table
1: because the thing about it is he didn't want to be in Pittsburgh anymore. Now I don't know what in the world was going on in the locker to go to the
0: Jets with with lose like what how many games per year 11, 12 games a year.
1: Hey, look, he was chasing after the paper. He felt disrespected in some way, shape, or form. That's his decision. I mean, he was still going to be a, on a pretty competitive squad with the Steelers, and they most likely would have still made the playoffs. They I just I relate this playoffs, whole
0: thing back to the Jimmy Butler thing. Like, you want to go to Miami and, and lose, like, baby, be sneaking as the eight seed, you know? And Le'Veon Bell wants to go to the Jets of all the teams and play hey. with Sam, not that Sam Donald's not he can't be great in the future. I mean, he's um, a high draft. Was he drafted number one overall, or was he he was up there? No, um, ba-
2: Baker was the first overall pick. He drafted was, top five. At, he
0: was drafted top five. Definitely. Okay, so yeah. top five pick, you know? And I just I sit here and scratch my head at his moves and or his decision, I should say, and. I don't know, the Jets are just one of
3: those teams, man, that, I don't know, they're like the Knicks, they're just not going anywhere. (laughs) Some players, it's the environment that sells them the most, like New York, obviously, is New York, and then for a player like, basketball-wise, Jimmy Butler, Miami, I mean, he got got less money than the Sixers would have given him, right? And he declined us, and then he went to somewhere where there's beaches, parties, I mean, he can walk... The outdoors as much as he can because the weather is great there.
2: I, I, I know it. Did, I know that did upset you, Tanner. But I
1: think long term it might be.
2: Coming. Hey,
3: I, that like I said, if you didn't want to be here, then uh, I don't care. Yeah,
1: Tanner was broken for like the first couple days. Yeah, I, mean, I, started I
3: remember in the group chat, T was like,
2: "We got Al Horford," and you were just like, "Yeah." yeah personally, <laughs> I'm not a big Al
3: Horford fan, <laughs> but if he proves something, I'll I'll, I'll be open to.
0: That's one of the things I wanted to point out. It was kind of like we we saw these names go, and we were like, oh, okay. like We weren't like freaking out excited because these guys are good. We didn't hate a star, right? We got a couple of good, solid players. Josh Richardson, another name that we haven't mentioned a lot today. Josh Richardson's a good two-way player. He's young, good talent. He can shoot it a little bit. But we didn't get that man. We didn't get that popping name. We didn't get that Kawhi. Not that saying we we were the front-runners for him, but we didn't get that big-time name.
1: And I'm not going to say Philadelphia isn't like a prompt destination. We're – Top five. Philadelphia's a top five market, you know, across all sports, yeah. across all media. So I'm not going to say that Philadelphia can attract names, but compared to L.A., compared to New York, we right. still don't stack up. Right. Philadelphia yeah, Chris, you still doesn't stack
2: up. I wanted to ask you guys about Lane Johnson's comments from two days ago, talking about how Carson Wentz is a, com- a different state of mind for this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. I don't, Man, I don't, I don't,
0: I'm in a different state of mind every day. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't read too much it's into that. To me
2: too. Okay. Look, I, 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 we Who's all have our, we all have our concerns with Carson. Okay. I I mean, yeah. I'm still concerned about that back injury because back inj- injuries linger; those don't just go away. Uh, and I know we've ha- we had this discussion already. If he gets another season-ending injury, I mean, I know you're done with
1: him.
0: I know you ha, are. you have to be.
1: Yeah, but I'm not just going to cut him. I'm not like you just want to outright cut him.
0: No, well, I'm not do that. doing
1: that to a franchise quarterback.
0: And by the way, we have he's a not lot. a franchise quarterback. He gets some serious injuries three years in a row. How much are we paying him? I believe he's a franchise quarterback now. Well, in, <laughs> the, in their opinion, he is. But you know, again, like I said, is, is is the how much money is he guaranteed? Did he get to like 107 million dollars? A stupid amount. So he better not get he better not get hurt. He, get hurt. he mm. no, yeah.
3: Who do we have to back him up? <laughs>
2: Gosh, Uh, I forget his name. We drafted him. Uh, Gosh,
3: Clayton Thorson. That's it, Clayton
2: Thorson. Man, and then there's another guy. I'm very, yeah, I am very concerned about this upcoming season. I feel like it could go either way because this. I feel like this might be the best Eagles team that Mm -hmm. there has been for a while. We're
3: deep this year, man. We're really deep. The thing that scares me is that we're hyped up already. Yeah, Super Bowl. (laughs) When the Super Bowl season came around, we were like, no, nah, we're not winning. We we were pretty much just rebuilding that season, honestly. We were coming back on a rebuild. <coughs> Vinny Carey, we Carey is a big piece. Yeah, He's coming back. Yeah, we weren't supposed to really do that much that season I mean, we won the Super Bowl. No, we were I just mean, just that, that was. Up.
2: I mean, as, as far as the first half of that season, that was almost all Carson Wentz. Right? Uh-huh. I mean...
0: Yeah, I mean, he was on another
1: level. I'll tell you guys the one thing that I've heard um, that's going around, and that Carson Wentz is actually down in Houston right now um, bonding with his receivers. And if you ever notice, like, the great quarterbacks in the NFL, they always bond with their receivers sometime before training camp starts. The fact that he's doing that and Lane Johnson saying those comments, I'm a whole lot more confident in Carson Wentz. Because usually around this time, I'm hearing him, you know, Or I'm seeing him on Instagram posting up a killing that he just did out in the woods. (laughs) Or he's he's posing with his dogs. Something like that. I'm not seeing none of that this offseason. I'm hearing him working with his receivers. Okay, that's maturity. I can respect that. I like that. He's growing. Not just physically. Physically. But mentally wise, right. but mental wise, he knows he has something to prove. Yes, and oh, he yeah. does have something to prove. Because guess what? You technically didn't bring us the Super Bowl. You okay? You helped he get us, us there. Who did? He brought We're us there, the but he didn't cross the finish line. Who right. did? We're not going to bring his name up. All right, leave it alone. Also, a certain quarterback that plays for Jacksonville Jaguars, now.
3: I want to bring up a player that's kind of no one's really talking about, and that's Zach Brown, linebacker. <laughs> He was rated by Pro Football Focus as the NFL's most underrated linebacker this season.
0: He is. Really? I think the age so, is, the, is the big yeah. thing with him. That's that's kind of why we got him on the cheap a little bit. People don't yeah. want to pay him a lot of money for because of his age. He's close to 30 or 31 he years old. He has 95 tackles
3: against the run. The about most.
1: But think about when we brought in D'Amico Ryans um, around.
3: God, that seems like forever ago. Right. D'Amico Ryans. Right, wow. but
1: D'Amico Ryans contributed big time to this defense when he came in and he was, he was going on 30s, 30s, he, was going, he was 29, 30 years old right. when he was traded here so I don't look at age so long as you do your job and you bring that experience to the defense that's what I'm looking for from that linebacking position especially as a middle linebacker which is exactly what we needed now my concern for this upcoming season my concern is still the defensive scheme Okay, I have went back and looked at some tape. Okay, y'all know I'm a tape guy. All right, I will say this right here, right now on these airwaves. I don't particularly care for Jim Schwartz's scheme. I don't because I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on the defensive line, which is fine. But if that defensive line doesn't get to that quarterback, that quarterback has all day to sit in the pocket, and our corners will be left exposed, wide open. We attack our corners all the time for not necessarily having the talent. But the problem is the quarterback is given too much time in the pocket. Why? Because, one, Jim Schwartz refuses to blitz. All right? That is a problem. You kind of want to confuse the offensive line a little bit. You kind of want to confuse the quarterback a little bit. Look, okay, I'm going to set this scenario up for you guys. Let's say, for example, um, maybe one down, Nigel Bradham. He lines up next to Derek Barnett. Let's say one play, he comes in on a blitz, and it's a five-man pressure. Correct? Now, back end, the corners are doing their job. Quarterback has nowhere to go. Okay, let's say the quarterback throws the ball incomplete because he's pressured. All right? Every, Every lineman had to account for somebody. The center had to look for that blitz to come. Now, let's say, for example, now that he lines up on the opposite end. Now the center has to push now the center has to shift. He has to tell the offensive lineman, okay, let's go to the other side. Let's shift the let's shift the protection to the right. Now that left is wide open. And now maybe Zach Brown can rotate from that left side and come in on that same side. But because the, um, Because the center or the quarterback has the protection to slide to the right, that left side is wide open. Now that quarterback can get sacked. It's things like that, schemes like that. You cannot just keep coming onto the field, running the same schemes, running the same zone plays, man covers plays
0: time and time again. Do you think Jim Swartz will change that? No, no because he
1: hasn't at this no. point. And then on top of that, why is this turned into a rant? Now, on top of that, the prevent defense on third and long. Oh, my gosh. If I see that this season, I kid you not, I'm yeah. going to flip a lid. They, just, they,
0: they line up all across the yeah, first down. I, don't, I am I don't, sick I don't, of don't that, that
1: prevent defense, all right? I am pissed off. I am sick of teams being able to throw a screenplay and being able to pick up a third and 15. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Play up. If I see that again, I'm going to flip a lid. I kid you not. That is the dumbest defense I have ever it co- seen.
0: It cost us a couple games oh, last year. Oh, man. I, lo- I look at the Titans game last year, man. <laughs> that 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 prevent defense on, on third, fourth. Now even Mark, Mariota shouldn't be beating us. You know, if it's Tom Brady, it's a different it's story. an outrage. Mariota should not be back there throwing <laughs> bullets. Past our defense But I, I agree with you T. It's it Sometimes it's frustrating But hell Sometimes it works You know Our defense Wade uh, has
1: a prevent defense No 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 <laughs> I'm
0: talking about the defense <laughs> I'm talking about the defensive line Getting to the quarterback You know we are, we, oh, We've yeah, had yeah, a stack
1: that, that works That's fine But Like switch it up That's all I'm saying Like uh, switch it up Blitz sometimes Send a safety
2: I
0: mean, Send a corner
1: As Switch
2: it up As much as this makes me want to Just regurgitate That's what makes Bill Belichick so great Exactly
1: he, he never runs the same thing Correct ever. Each week, Bill Belichick comes in and says, okay, scrap last week's game plan. We're going in with an all-new game plan. We're going in with all new plays. All right, we're going to do this, this, that, the third. This is their weakness. We're going to attack it. No, here's how we approach the defense. All right, guys, it worked last week. We're going to do it again. Like the other team hasn't schemed and figured out how to stop what makes you good? Come (laughs) on now. Football is a game of chess.
0: What's Stop the, going in with the same strategy. What teams in, in the NFC do you think give us the biggest problems? Like, what team are you pointing to right now and you're like, all right, they stack up pretty well against us? As far, Saints. As,
2: the, as, far as the whole – okay. Saints. Yeah, the whole
0: NFC, and not just our division. Saints.
1: Okay. Saints, automatically. Saints.
2: What about, we lost two I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to argue <laughs> What
0: about that? the Rams?
1: Rams, we've had their number. It's true. We've yeah. always been able to score on them. I don't want to take them lightly though. Somehow, no, 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 I'm not taking them lightly. We've always been able to score on the Rams, and we've also uh, been able to Cowboys had our reason, number last year. Yeah, the Cowboys had our number uh, last year. That you know? was that was the Cowboys due to game was the divisible.
3: referees calls and that was
0: Yeah. I tell you what, I'm, I'm interested to see some Cowboys games this year just because I want to see Dak Prescott and the money gets paid. You know, how's he <laughs> how's how he going to perform, right, right. man? Is he going to get a lot of money Is he going to perform at a high at well, a high level?
2: I mean, I've pulled up the Eagles scheduled. Would you like me to just go through that? Yeah, sure. let I'm back. All right. So, I mean, week one, we got Washington Redskins.
0: Uh, yeah. I think if we lose to week one, I won't watch the rest of the
3: season. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then Atlanta Falcons, like you put T, that is always a dogfight with yeah. the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. Yeah. And by All the way, the like Falcons
3: is always our our wide receiver the wide receiver that always gets to us yeah, so,
1: so long as Jalen Mills isn't covering
2: him right. <laughs> that's the issue uh, week three is Detroit Detroit Lions who?
0: <laughs> where, where at?
2: alright you can't uh, ba-ba, ba-ba, home you Come. can't dis- okay uh, that sounds like a thug, <laughs> but you can't necessarily disrespect all right, all right. Detroit alright week four we're going to Lambeau uh-huh. Ooh, that's, 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 be, that's, that's a short week that's a Thursday law, night football that's a loss that's yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's man. That's Unless Rodgers gets hurt so.
0: again on the first play of the game, and the uh, you know like we've won last
3: year, and yeah, then o- we'll o- o- to- come back uh, out on a wheelchair and then play the rest. And then, of the game.
2: And then after we go to war in the winter in Lambo, we play some hopscotch with the New York Jets.
3: <laughs> hey, they got Le'Veon Bell, man. They can go all the way. I hear you. <laughs> and then week six, we got Minnesota. Uh, uh, that'll be a tough that's game. Still a tough defense.
0: It's
2: always a Falls. tough game, except
0: Falls. for you know.
2: <laughs> Week seven, we finally got Dallas. We're at Dallas. Week you know seven. that's probably a Sunday night
0: game too. The prime time. Oh, but that's
1: going to be prime time. Um, Eight twenty. Yep. I say we're probably going to split with the Cowboys. We, well, we, we were
0: do. we were hoping to beat in twice last year. We lost both. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: week 8 we got Buffalo.
0: We, we that, that game in Dallas we should have won. That, that was nonsense. Yeah, was uh, yeah. of, it was a lot that of That was taken. a lot of nonsense. remember to kick off and opening of the game Didn't we like muff it and they they reviewed they, it or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, they,
1: yeah. We recovered it and they Grugier said Hill. they they couldn't make they couldn't they couldn't accurately say that we recovered the ball, but there was nothing but Eagles right. around that yeah, ball.
3: That was that Listen. was after
0: I, s- Hill?
1: I still have a picture of that in yeah. my phone. That was
0: the game right there. That was the game right there. That was I mean, yeah. once that play happens, that was, you're like, man, like yeah. is this, this is how the game's gonna go. We're
3: gonna lose Hill was talking all the trash on the Cowboys and then the first play of the game, he jumps on the ball and then they don't give it to him.
1: Like, dude,
2: <laughs> come on, man. Uh, uh
3: week eight, we got
2: Buffalo. Um yeah. Yeah,
3: Who do they have, Cole Beasley? Yeah, they do. do. (laughs) Yikes.
2: That guy's going to run all over us. Chicago Bears. You know what? That's going to be a fight. Where's Where's that at? That Uh, that is home.
3: That's still going to be a fight. A young team, too. Yeah. They're they're good. Week 10, we got the bye. Week 11. You know what? I like a week 10 bye, though. Week 10 bye? Oh, yeah. yeah. I I, I like the way. Yeah. Later, the better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Week
2: Week 11. New England's coming to town.
0: No, oh, off the bye week, so we got two weeks to prepare for him. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, yeah. Good. that's good. You're going to need two weeks to prepare for oh, New England. Oh, my God, yeah.
2: Then and we, we're home?
0: Yeah, it should be. Home, home <laughs> against New England. It's going to be a fun game to watch. And, and then
2: week 12, we're home against Seattle. Oh, uh, that's a loss. Man, man <sighs> that's I, a loss. Yo,
0: you know, one of my favorite – I want to make this point real quick. Russell Wilson, I just love watching that guy play. Oh, he's yes. so yeah, fun was, to watch. Yeah, yes. he's
2: great. I was, I was just talking to T about this conversation I had with a coworker. Like – what quarterbacks in the NFL do you think can be successful with whatever you give them? Yeah,
0: Wilson, you just look and, at them. And and it's,
2: man, to me, there's four guys. And Wilson's one of my guys, Tom Brady, Tom Brady mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm.
0: and Drew Brees. Yep.
2: Those are hard to argue that. Those are, like, in my opinion, the only guys who can win with whatever you give them.
0: Yeah. yeah he's, watching games with like him last year, just like, scrambling around and making plays. He's just fun. If, you watch, if you're a casual right. football fan... Just uh, Look at Russell Wilson, man. You, you just love that guy. He's fun to watch. All
1: I got to say to the defense is, man, stop falling for the zone read. Uh,
0: stop
2: falling for it. Look, team, all right? we know you're the smartest person
1: out there.
3: Not everyone can Coach be as smart I'm not. Input.
1: I'm not the smartest person out there. All I'm saying is, defensive end, stay disciplined. You know he's a threat to run.
3: Have you
2: contain su- the edge? Have you submitted your application to be the new Eagles defensive coordinator? It's pending. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Week thirteen, we got Miami in Miami.
3: I want Ooh. to be confident about that, but I'm not. Who does Miami have right now? Ryan Tannehill. They got oh, no, not they anymore, anymore. Not anymore. They got, got, got Fitzmagic. That's, that's, that's magic Ryan Tannehill wired in my head. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, well, who's going to start? Fitzmagic, uh, Fitz Magic or yeah. J- uh, Josh Rosen? Uh, no, you know it'll
0: be Josh Rosen. They're thinking, Rosen. Uh, uh, thinking It'll fits, be Rosen. I has been impressive. I'm thinking, it's
2: fits. Impressing. I'm thinking fits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, Fitz. Yeah, Fitz impresses it, for four weeks where he throws for yeah, like 4,000 right, yards.
3: That's He's, for them to it's, figure it's, out, I'm glad we going, don't have that I
2: feel, like, I feel like it's going to be a battle between the two of them in the preseason for who gets yeah, week one. Uh, I mean, that's just yeah, and then, stupid. And then I just love the way the season wraps up, too. we got week 14, Division rival Giants at home. Week 15, Redskins in Washington, then week 16, Cowboys home, and then we go up to New York to wrap up the season against the Giants. I hate
0: playing the Redskins, man. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Especially <laughs> – no, it is, man. I'm just sitting there watching the games on TV hey. last year. I'm like, man, why am, the Redskins, why am I watching it's this? It's because Alex
2: Smith is the literally the definition of a bland quarterback. It's just Redskins games in right. general. Yeah, you're but,
3: watching the NFL Network. You're like, yeah, but on the now, red zone. And, and I like and then, I like having the Giants games at the end. What would you say? After week 14, we have two Giants games. Week 14, two Giants games, yeah. the Redskins and a Cowboys. Yeah, I like having that because depending on how the season goes, we can wrap up. We can wrap up the regular season with two Giants games. Hopefully, will be easy for us, but you never know. Hey, hey, you you really, going be easy. you got a pain in the. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say you got a
1: pain in the butt up there named Saquon Barkley. who's yeah, going to be a
3: pain done, in the nah, rear I mean, end for years we,
1: to come, and we can't
3: tackle him. So it's. I'm yeah. saying it now, Future Eagle. Right. <laughs> half our defense can't tackle. Period.
2: After his
0: prime. Man. <laughs> how many games you give Eli Manning before Daniel Jones is in? Ooh. Six. I don't even give them that much. I will give them I'll give them I do I'll give them I, two. I'll, give them, I'll half give them the
3: season then they realize we're we're not going anywhere then they're like you know let's give this kid some Granted if they're smart they won't put Daniel Jones in. I'll go 4 weeks. No, they need I'll go for Four is the magic number. Exactly, Isn't the reason exactly. they got Daniel Jones is because him and Eli have a connection and yeah, it's they, kind of like a mentorship. So, yeah. I, with that being said, maybe Eli plays the whole season. Then next season he
1: and I think that's retires. Really,
3: maybe I think that needs to be yeah, the yeah, ultimate you would, goal. You would think he's that needs gonna, to be the exactly. ultimate
1: goal for the Giants. They they don't want to play that young buck now. You expose that young buck. Eh, what the about NFC's? my what
0: about Dwayne Haskins? How long do you give him with Washington? Dude, I, dude I don't I don't
1: think he should start, but I
2: think he he's should. going to.
0: <sighs> he's Case that, Keenum, do you do you like have Case Keenum start like? four games today. yes
2: please you probably should now from what are the Redskins I hope they play Dwayne now from what Dwayne I'm Haskins.
1: hearing they are very intrigued by Dwayne Haskins and if he has a good camp it is highly likely that they're going to start him I do not suggest starting a 19 20 year old quarterback but
0: hey Dwayne
1: I'm not in charge of an NFL franchise like so what name? do I know
0: Dwayne Big big name of Chris is a big name guy over there. Uh,
2: it's all because of CM Punk, whenever he makes fun of the rock, he calls him Dwayne. Uh,
3: yeah. That's true. I'm sorry. That's true.
2: No, yeah. I mean I'm 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 pumped for football season, all honestly. Right, so
3: with all that being said, what are your guys' Super Bowl predictions? Chris, let's start with you. Eagles,
2: Jacksonville.
3: Max, how about you? Oh man. You know, right now I just think the
0: Saints are, are really yeah, good. I'll go I with agree. the Saints. And I was going to say the Chiefs until they lost. You know, Kareem Hunt's gone. The Tyree hill has gone. See, so but the Chiefs
1: did good without Kareem Hunt, so you can't necessarily just eliminate them.
0: It's true, but they lost Tyree Kill. I know they still have Travis Kelsey. Patty Mahomes is, is great. God, the, the AFC is so tough. Something, something for me just pointing to the Chargers. I feel like the Chargers mm, are Really? Here. So
3: Chargers and Saints? I think Chargers-Saints. I'll All go right. with that. For me, I think it's a Super Bowl forty four rematch of the Colts and the Saints. Mm. Listen, Colts, last, time, last time, the Super Bowl was at the Hard Rock Stadium, which it, it's this year, right? Yeah, I think it's Miami, right? Um, I think the last two times it was there, the Colts went to the Super Bowl. So let's make it three times: Colts and the Saints rematch. You know Super what?
1: Bowl. While 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 you're talking about you know Super Bowl places, I have another rant to go on. Okay, NFL. Whoa, whoa, whoa!
3: whoa. Who's your Super Bowl prediction? All right. Well, first,
1: I'll, my dream Super Bowl Justin is to
0: see Bill. the Eagles. No, 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 so, no, 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 T. It's not a dream. We're not- <laughs> We're not not in
3: fantasy land. (laughs) This isn't fantasy land.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, since you want to set it up like that, I see the Eagles, and I also see the Chiefs.
3: That's bold, putting your own team in the the Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. I don't don't know if I would go there. Now,
1: you talked about where the game is going to be played, right? Okay. I am sick and tired of these NFL Super Bowl games being played in domes. I don't care that it's February. I don't care that it's cold. That is the point of football. You want it is an outside sport. Man, the heck. You,
3: no, just, you the, just want forty
2: thousand people to get a
1: cold.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, are we gonna go back to the olden days where there's feet of snow on the ground? Yes, and we can't see the ball. The good, news, yes. the the good news is too,
0: they got a retractable roof down there at the Hard Rock. So yes. I think oh, we right. so Just for you, <laughs> you
3: maybe they will open it
0: up. No turf, bit. real grass. See, I promise.
3: Another thing you
2: gotta oh, realize. Too. Another thing you gotta realize: the NFL needs to get entertainment for the halftime show. And if someone's like, "Ah, it's gonna be 5, and after performing that for twenty minutes,
1: stop.
0: Not, not coming. Put a coat on. I don't think it'll be snowing in Miami.
1: That's all I'm saying. I'm tired. I'm tired of these Super Bowls being hosted in these warm climates or these domes. I'm sick of it. All right. It's a contact sport. It's an outside sport. Man up.
2: That's all I'm saying. So, if I can give my real prediction, because I was obviously being ridiculous with the Eagles, Jacksonville. (laughs) I think, dude. I, I think this would be really interesting. Chicago.
3: Cleveland. I knew you were gonna say Cleveland. Wow, was that would be insane. Dude. wow. Think about it. I have a funny
2: <laughs> feeling Cleveland is just gonna go off this year. I think they're gonna go. They're gonna go. Whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. Okay. I
3: think they're gonna make it in the playoffs. Uh, oh, Cleveland. I, yeah, I wouldn't go maybe as far as the Super Bowl yet. I,
2: I yeah, I know. I know Baker's yeah. still a young guy, but man, yeah. I feel
1: like that'd be such a fun Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be
3: fun to uh, watch.
1: But you know, it, it, I like Baker's a little too young right now. I think he still has some maturing to do. Um,
2: uh, he's a rock star. I don't think he's ever going to become like you know. I don't think he's going to be a Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to go out there. He's going to you know when Phil Collins is playing, he's going to
1: hit his pretend drum set. Well, he's gonna you come know, out. He's gonna come out like Donovan McNabb and just go air guitar.
3: See, I don't <laughs> think he wants to be like anyone but Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield yeah. That's good. And that's exactly. him. That's, that's he's being himself.
2: As long as he just doesn't get arrested
3: again. Yeah. All right, let's go back to basketball. I feel like we haven't. We there are some other things that we need to discuss, like this right. Russell Westbrook thing. So there is there's some rumors going around that he might go back to the Heat, and which is weird for me because Jimmy Butler's in the Heat. Right now he's in a heat uniform right. and he's on the team, and he left Philadelphia because he wanted to be the top dog somewhere else. And then so come Russell Westbrook, then there's these two guys that I, obviously I personally think Jimmy Butler is more of a star than Westbrook. I think he just has that more personality than Russell Westbrook's kind of like. I mean he wears the wacky clothes and he walks in the stadium, but uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler is more of a more of a star. But then. I feel like that would be stupid if Miami were to get uh, Russell Westbrook and have those two personalities clash because we already had him play with Durant, Harden, and those players left, and now Paul George left. It's it's something to do with uh, Russ's personality, I think. And if well, it he you doesn't seem like an that, awesome dude, yeah. Well,
0: I mean, listen, it, Russell Westbrook's making so much money that like even even a billionaire would recognize a dent in his pocket. That's how much money he's. I mean, he's getting paid forty seven million in his age thirty four season in a couple of years from now. So you got to think the contracts another thing too. No one really wants to take that money on. And I, I've heard it try to trade to Miami. I've, I've heard a try. Uh, they try to trade him to Houston or, or yeah. it's a possibility. I've even heard him come to Philly. They're yeah. saying Simmons for Russell. Yeah, Westbrook. Yeah,
3: listen, would you guys do that? I know you and Crit. Uh, T and Chris you guys aren't really
1: absolutely not yeah. alright I, was... I have said on these airwaves that I am a fan of Russell Westbrook but no that would mess up the chemistry right? yeah, I him.
0: think I might do it if they could eat some of the contract no if they ate majority of the contract I'd do it no since
3: we're on Simmons what do you guys think about this contract extension
0: T, You oh. got hold on real quick T, you gotta remember this is our time right now Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving next year I mean, they, we again, like I said, we're looking back at this before we, we started the show. Al Horford and Tobias Harris. But then you look at KD. You got Kyrie Irving. There's going to be free agency coming up again. This is our year right now. I'll if take, you can get a superstar like Russell Westbrook in his prime, bring him in here win a trip, man, this is the time
1: to do it. I'll take the chance on the young buck who can actually pass the ball who might not have the best jump shot. I'll take the chance on well, him before I take The Russell best Westbrook. jump shot? He doesn't have a jump shot. But the He's, selfish mentality of Russell Westbrook would depreciate the value of everybody else on
0: this team. I think I don't know, man. I, I don't could just think see so. Joel I think with Joel and and Russell. I don't know. Yeah, I, just feel like I could just see Joel just clocking here. him in the face, right?
1: And those two do have beef. Let's remember
2: that. Uh, yeah,
0: Russell they,
1: Westbrook they, and Joel yeah. Embiid they do have yeah. beef with one another. That's
0: I just never admit it. What if we got like a, 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 a update? Of Russell Westbrook to the Sixers. Everybody's gonna be freaking out. We're gonna be like, holy,
3: yeah, holy crap! Then we then just got for who? I'm gonna throw
1: my phone across the room,
3: right? And then also you were bringing up how this is our time this season. And just to let everyone know that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard become free agents again in 2021. Hmm. All right. Well,
1: if you missed any of today's episode, we have a new website that you can catch it on. You can go to philly-experience.simplecast.com and you can catch the latest episode. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and now tune in. Boots to asses. I am pissed off.